I can't read the the text. Right. You have to so so that people in the audience understand. A teleprompter is a scroll of the words that you're to read in front of you, and they go from the bottom up. So when he says move it up, he means move it up into position so I can read the answer. Listen to that. Listen to just know that he's got this very uh, blank stare on his face. You can tell he's not there. And then listen to how he reads the answer off the teleprompter from this very stupid question. Chris, can we roll that? What will your administration do to help them give them that chance? Thank you. Move it up here. You know, there used to be a basic bargain in this country. Workers shared in the wealth their work helped create. What do you think about that? Mizil Rama? Well, I guess we lost him. Okay. Let's try to get him back, and we'll uh, we'll see what he thinks about that. But th- that's how it went. I mean, clearly he is not there. Clearly he's got onset dementia, very clearly. And this is the guy that they are putting in charge to run, or trying to put in charge, to run the United States. And they're going to do it by hook or crook. I was telling uh, the audience earlier this morning that I came across a piece that's in the American mind. For those of you who don't have a Facebook account, who wrote me an email and said, or emails and said, I don't have Facebook. I don't blame you. I'm going to get off of it as quick as I can. But um, uh, it, it is from a piece in the American mind called The Coming Coup? Question mark. And it lays out perfectly what is happening right now and what they're doing right now in order to try to attempt to steal the election right after November 3rd. And it has to do with the things that we have mentioned before, such as the mail-in ballots and how COVID was used to hype the mail-in ballots. And this Atlantic piece figures into it as well, as far as I'm concerned, because they're using the Atlantic piece to turn the military and former military and veterans against the president, which is something you have to do if you're going to try another uh, another coup. Sean, were, were, were you able to hear uh, Joe Biden's response there? If not, we can replay it again. No, I, I, I did. I've heard it before. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's, he's not doing well. Uh, you know, and I, I have you noticed? I mean, even to the extent that they're they're really propping him up with a stick. They've dyed his hair very obviously. Uh, they're, they're, they got him working the teleprompter, but it's it's not it's not working for him. Though I, I don't know if you noticed on Friday, but he's you know he even let the, uh, let it out of the bag that they're picking the people for the questions because after he finished his statement on on uh, on, uh, on Friday. Uh, he looks over his shoulder and said, "Who who do I?" And, and they picked somebody for him, so he's. He's a puppet, man. He's a, they're just propping him up. It's uh, when, when you when you see what's happening here, and they're they're talking about how Donald Trump is not able to run the country, and Donald Trump is not the right man for the job, and yet they're offering this guy up. And it, if you just right. see this piece, and it's very clear that he is suffering through dementia. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, my mom just within the past couple of weeks has started having some memory problems. Just I've noticed it just within the past couple of weeks, and and I that it, I know the look you're talking about. It, it's it, it's very brief with her, but it's this moment where you can tell the thoughts just aren't focusing. Uh, and I have seen that look in Joe's eyes uh, a couple of times over the last few appearances, and and the fact that they're pushing him through this, Trey, is is frankly sick. That is uh, the more apparent it is that he's ill. 
and he is ill. Right. Uh, you know, he is doing what he is told to do and reading what he is told to read. And they're running him. And I don't know how anybody of good conscience who cares about the man who is in his orbit and part of this whole thing is feeling good about this. Uh, you know, just shoving power. him out there. Shoving him out there. Mm -hmm. uh, it also uh, makes you wonder a little about what the plan is because they obviously know he can't be president. They must. They have to. They have to know that. And you know what it is? The look, uh, the best way I can describe the look for people who haven't been around those with dementia before is uh, like a daydream. They, you know, when you, and we all fall into a daydream, right? Where we're yeah. just not paying attention to what's going on and you're, you're not there. You're just kind of, you're daydreaming, right? And we've all talked to somebody who's daydreaming and you, you have to get their attention. Well, that's Joe on a regular basis, right. not just. Every once in a while, that's him regularly, and he's been told to read off the, the teleprompter. Meanwhile, did you check out the Atlantic piece? I mean, this thing was just a, what a farce that was. I kind of scanned through it. I mean, it's, it's, it's typical of what, is, what stands for quote-unquote journalism these days. You know, it, 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 they're just pulling it out of their butts at this point. Whatever mean thing you can put in Trump's mouth or anything you can claim about him, as long as you have an anonymous source... You know, it's fine. No, the, the article itself was a piece of crap. And they, the Atlantic used to be a respected, a respected publication for years, mm. for a long, long time. It's the Atlantic. Not anymore. Not anymore. And now, man, I wouldn't use them for a guinea pig cage, to be honest with you. I mean, it's nope. <laughs> that was nothing even resembling journalism. Wasn't even close. You know, and and they don't care. And that's yeah. part of it that I find disturbing. Is these people? A lot of some of these people used to be journalists, and they just don't right. care anymore. You know, in 42, 1942, George Orwell wrote about this and how journalists, and this it was the basis for, for the book, 1984, how journalists just flat out lie. They are a propaganda machine. But Zach Fuentes was the former deputy uh, White House chief of staff to General John Kelly. He said, I was right there. It didn't happen. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton was sitting right there. He said, it didn't happen. And it, it, he said, trust me, had that happened, I would have turned that into a whole <laughs> chapter in my book. Yeah, so, <laughs> he doesn't even like the guy, and he's like, "No, it didn't happen, man." I would have written a whole book. chapter, a whole chapter about yeah. that. He said, it "Didn't happen." Uh, and if he could find another reason to to get on Trump's case, he would. Sarah Huckabee oh, yeah. Sanders, of course, she was right there because she was the spokesperson. Right. Didn't happen. None of this happened, and yet the Atlantic puts it out. And I don't know how it was for you over the weekend, but I had liberals texting me and sending me private messages. Look how awful Trump oh. is. He's so horrible. He yeah. hates the military. You got to be kidding me. If you read the piece, if anybody read that piece and thought it was true, you're an idiot. I if could you thought sell you the true. World Trade Center for five dollars if you bought that. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, are you that gullible? You know? Yeah, and that's what I don't know because I did. I, there were people posting stuff on Facebook about it, and they're outraged. I did get a couple of PMs from people like, "How could you still support him?" You know, it's like, did you even pay? Have you paid attention at all? Did you read the article? Have you heard what John Bolton had to say? And again, when Bolton came out, and that was really kind of, I, I didn't believe it anyway because I felt. Had he actually said something like this, there's all kinds of people around him that would have been upset and, and, and disgusted and offended by it. It would have been no little thing that just would have been forgotten. And that's basically what Bolton's point was. Had he actually said something like that with an earshot of several people in his inner circle, 
That is not something that people would have been cool about. It's not something that you wouldn't, you, you would have heard about it somehow. And, uh, uh, it, it, you know, it, but it's like a lot of the things that they claim about Trump to be true. It's Some of it's just absurd, you know. It, yeah. it really is. But they yeah. pass it off as real journalism and get all offended when people question them about it. It's, it's, it's a joke. Well, as Orwell said, the others in the media pick up on things like this, and they run with it as fact, and people buy it, people eat it, and then they become nothing but uh, uninformed, misinformed, uh, ill-informed masses that are easy to manipulate. And, folks, if you're believing stuff like that, then you are being manipulated by the Democrats and their folks in the media, and they do work for the Democrats. We'll take a quick break. Come right back on the other side. More Warren Ryman. We'll talk about boats in the water. That's coming up here on KTSA. We'll talk about cars on the streets. If you've got a car or a truck that you're looking to sell, then I want to give you the name of a company who's going to give you top dollar. And this is not going to cost you anything, okay? You don't have to pay them anything for this. They're going to give you top dollar for your car or truck and no headaches. That's the beautiful part of doing business with Car Zeus. By selling your car or truck to Car Zeus, you eliminate all the headaches and hassles of going to a car dealer somewhere and trying to trade in your vehicle, or by going online and taking the pictures and posting it and meeting with people you don't even know, all of that danger and the hassle and the headaches, all that. You just go to one place, and that's CarZeus.com. Fill out the form at CarZeus.com. They hit you back with an offer. By the way, it's going to be more money then the dealership is going to give you on trade-in it sure will and no hassles carzeus.com c-a-r-z-e-u-s.com carzeus.com accuweather forecast you know that cold front i've been telling you about for a couple of weeks well it's on its way now it's not going to be a freeze out by any stretch of the imagination like what it's doing up in the rocky mountains uh right now but it is yeah, you're going to tell the difference by you know later on in the week you'll you'll feel it and uh, otherwise it's going to bring rain to us as well that's going to be a nice thing thunderstorms in the area late tonight through tomorrow evening humid times of clouds and sun today 90 thunderstorms around tonight 75 tomorrow cloudy humid a couple of showers and thunderstorms 86 and then on thursday times of clouds and sun they have 86 down for that i bet it's going to be a little bit cooler than that we may struggle to get out of the 70s on thursday we'll Hey, this is Sean Rima, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Under this president, I promise you, we will have law and order in every city in this country for every American. We're at Rima KTSA, a five-day rescue operation in the Indianapolis area, recovered eight missing children and one adult was arrested. The children rescued were between the ages of 6 and 17. The adult arrested during the operation was brought up on charges, including parental kidnapping, possession of weapons, intimidation, what is being called Operation Homecoming from the U.S. Marshal Service and President Donald Trump. The missing children were considered some of the most at-risk and challenging recovery cases in the area. And the U.S. Marshal Service have announced the rescue of 72 missing children in three states over the past week, including similar operations in Ohio and Georgia. There was one in a truck at the Texas-Mexico border last week that they were able to rescue. And I was just curious. I just made a note to myself here, Sean, about um, the recent arrests of high-profile individuals. One is sitting in a jail in New York right now. I wonder if finding these kids now 
has anything to do with that? Like maybe somebody uh-huh. might, I don't know, be cooperating with authorities and saying, hey, if you find this guy, you're going to find kids. If you find that guy, you're going to find kids. I don't know. It just, I, just maybe somebody's cooperating I, with the authorities, I think. I, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Uh, now, a lot of the reporting will say, well, no, no, it's not the case, because we know who we're talking about here. I think everybody's yes. thinking that. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, is she talking? Oh, it's is just a thought in my mind. Out? I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I believe absolutely, man. I, I, you know, and 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 the the more of these kids that turn up, all of a sudden, uh, the more disturbing it becomes. You know, I hope that's what's going on, and I hope it. I, I hope uh, she outs just about every single piece of crap that was involved in that ring. You know, whatever, whoever they are. I mean, we'll we'll find out hopefully, but uh, I I hope that's what's going on. Because man, these kids need to be found. They need to be rescued. Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know. I, I have no idea whether that's going on or not. But right. it just seems like all of a sudden, with the arrest right. of certain people, one cannot respond or cooperate right now uh, beyond the beyond, beyond the reality right. of being able to do that. But but the other one could, and I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. just the timing when I started to see all these cases right. and these kids being found, I'm going. I just wonder if somebody might be squealing a little bit, hoping to get off, you know, with a, with a lighter sentence or get out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And and, and you know, I I I hope she's the one. She's the connection here. And and I hope she doesn't. If if this is the case, I hope it doesn't end with a handful of arrests to kind of help her with her time through the justice system. And and, and in other words, I I hope the whole tree comes down. I yeah, hope she I brings the whole tree and every rotten piece of fruit on that tree down. Yeah, uh, I do too. beyond rescuing the kids, first and foremost, rescue the people who have been swept up in this. Absolutely. But we've heard about this international pedophile ring for years. Decades. There have been buzz about it. Decades. Yeah. And it's time to end. And that's where you, you and I get a little frustrated. I know because we talk a lot about. You know, here it's all about reparations and when nation needs to heal from slavery and all that stuff, which is a bunch of garbage. People who care about slavery should be concerned about this, should be yeah. working on this. If they honestly right. care about rescuing people from slavery, instead this of is it. focusing on 100 years ago or 150 years ago when it really doesn't require anything of you to do, and to get out there in the world and support the organizations uh, and law enforcement that are that are finding these kids, okay, then you're doing something. But right, don't think right. just start starting a fire and breaking some glass and begging for reparations now is doing anything for anybody in climbing, or anybody else. Climbing on climbing on people's homes, which is what they were oh. doing in Rochester on Friday. Actually getting on top of people's homes and walking on the roofs. We'll, we'll talk more about that. I want to bring this up before we got a break here to bottom. Uh, the Royal Jimenez Thanksgiving dinner. Lots of challenges this year, obviously, but the need is still great. The need is still... In fact, this year, the need is going to be greater than I've ever seen it, and I've been around this literally since its inception in the beginning. It's very tough this year to put this uh, on. We need your help, folks, so we can 
can feed people who otherwise would not have a Thanksgiving meal. Only 10,000 are going to be served, and it's all by delivery. Wow. So the Venus family has got to purchase these items that are donated, usually donated for the dinner, like the turkeys and the green beans and the stuffing and the sweet potatoes. They got to go buy all that stuff. A lot of a lot of donations usually come in. Well, that those the, the donations aren't happening this year, so they're going to have to go buy it. Please give what you can right now to support the Raul Jimenez Thanksgiving dinner. KTSA.com. KTSA.com is the place to give. It's brought to you by Airtron, CBD Apothecary, and Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC. Well, my friend Matt Spawn, Spawn Law Firm, is going to put together a great, and I do mean a great estate plan for the transition of your estate to your loved ones, one that you can rest assured and have peace of mind knowing that upon your passing, what you have designated to go to your beneficiaries gets there and without a judge having the ultimate decision. A judge could have the ultimate decision if you don't set this up right. And my friend Matt Spawn, Spawn Law Firm, will set it up right. And then he's going to stay with you through the entire process to make sure the transition does indeed happen the exact way you want it to happen. So sit down with him today. If you're not comfortable sitting down in person, you can do it by Zoom or you can do it by telephone or email, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Matt Spawn, S-P-A-H-N, at the Spawn Law Firm, phone number 210 Eight eight zero four zero. Shut up! Shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> um, just sit out and shut up, Chuck. Nobody cares about you anymore. Jeez. Um, H e b c e o Charles Butt sent a letter to the Texas Supreme Court in favor of mail-in voting. And a new COVID world in which we're living, wrote Butt, requires that we uh, vote by mail. And Robert Rivard over at the San Antonio Report said he's going to vote by mail as a protest against uh, Donald Trump. See, that's why we're going to vote. Well, let me just let me just say what I put on my Facebook page. If it's safe enough to shop at HEB, it's safe enough to vote in person. All right? Uh, So, Mr. Butt, I know you want people coming into your stores. It's safer to go vote in person than it is to go to your stores, and I know because I was at one of them over the weekend, and people are crisscrossing all over the place and running into you, and you know, there's no social distancing going. Oh, we'll hear from them because they listen, and they, oh, we social distance? No, you're not. There's not social distancing going on inside the store like there would be at an in-person voting with people wearing a mask and standing six feet from each other. Please give me a break can't believe but said that you know because i was at an agp over the weekend too a couple times and you're right man people are crossing over in front of each other i mean i social distance you know because i don't want to get yelled at that's about the only reason but people are walking next to each other it's it's a farce man it really is a farce it's all mail (laughs) all over the regard regards voting by mail as a protest is that what he Uh said it gets trump yeah Uh what the hell does that mean well, it's a pro- what, is, it's what are a, people going to say? Oh, Robert Rivard voted by mail. I guess I'll change Thank my God. vote to Biden. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Jeez. Yeah, man. Whew. We're not self-important God. at all, are we? <laughs> don't take my cues. I don't take my cues from him or Charles Butt no. or any of the no. other elites. I don't take my cues from the elites. I take my cues from doing what's right. And my patriotic duty is to go stand in line. And by the way, by the way, the governor did extend early voting by a whole week. Right. So 
It starts, I think, October 13th or something like that. you got plenty of time to carry your happy butt over to a voting location and vote without having to be involved in this mail-in scam. The mail-in votes is going to be a scam. And here's the deal, Sean. They're going to try to steal the selection because what they're going to do, the Michigan Secretary of State already said it yesterday. She said, well, you might as well be looking at like a voting week or a voting month, ah. all of November instead of just, you know. So what they're going to do is they're going to try to bring these votes in later on. I'm telling you what's going to happen. The, Trump's going to win on Election Day. They're going to try to bring these votes in in the days and weeks that follow. They're going to say, look at all these mail-in ballots that are arriving. And you know what's going to happen is Trump is going to file lawsuits in these states where they're going to make up these votes. He's going to file lawsuits in those states. Then it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and John Roberts, the liberal globalist, will decide who the president is going to be. I'm telling you. And I tell you what, to quote quote Bill Barr, you're playing with fire. Exactly. (laughs) You're playing with fire. If it goes down that way, this, you know, you you think these these hipster idiots who are getting into people's faces in in Philadelphia and in the cities and and, and D.C. while they're eating on the patio, you think those people are, 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 you know, disturbing or, or scary? No, you you ain't seen nothing yet. I, I'm telling you, if if this goes the way you just described it, which I believe that's precisely what they're trying to do, they're not very good at hiding it. So no. I I agree. That's exactly what they're going to try to do. It's what they are trying to do. Butts a part of it, you know, uh, or supports it to a certain extent, and that upsets me, dude. Because I love your calamari salad and your sushi. I'm just saying, if it goes that way, there's going to be trouble. There's going to be real, there's going to be a whole lot of unhappy patriotic Americans in this country. And, you know, this, this ain't 2000 with, with hanging chance. All right, this, this is a whole new ball game. And, uh, I, 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 again, the words of Bill Barr just come back and they send chills down my spine. You're playing with fire, and that is precisely what they're doing, but they have no idea. Because I, uh, they think the people who would be upset by that are just rubes and rednecks, and they're not nuanced, and they're not educated, uh, and the rustics will learn to live with it. But that ain't the case at all. At nope. all. There's a piece by Michael Anton. He is a professor over at Hillsdale College, which is a fantastic college. And he's written a piece called The Coming Coup? Question mark For American Mind. Now, I put it on my Facebook page, but I tell you it's it's from American Mind and their their page because I, I'm sure Facebook, once Facebook gets the wind of this, they're going to take it down. Because basically oh, yeah. what he's doing is saying they, they're going to attempt a coup after the election is over with and the mail-in balloting is part of it. So Michael Anton at American Mind, the coming coup is it. Now, speaking of H-E-B. Liz, Liz posted details about what happened at this uh, HEB when this uh, alleged robbery was going on. The Floresville police officer was uh, right. escorting the suspect out of the store. And the suspect got over to the San Antonio police officer's car, and the suspect began looking into his backpack and going through his pockets. The officer told the man to put the items from his pockets into the backpack, but then the man said, I'm not going to jail. That's when he grabbed the officer and stabbed him in the head and tried to slit his throat, had him in a headlock, tried to slit the officer's throat. 
and then tried to stab the officer in the chest, but the officer was wearing a protective vest, thank God. The uh, employee from HEB and the other officer, the off-duty guy from Floresville, then approached him, and the suspect tried to use the SAPD officer, according to Liz's story, as a shield and uh, you know hold him up like that while he's trying to slit his throat, and he stabbed one of the other guys in the head, too. So that's when the SAPD officer was able to break free, and he and the Floresville officer drew their guns, shot and killed the 61-year-old suspect. 61-year-old suspect was identified by the ME as Major Carvel Baldwin, who was wanted for a February 29th incident where he allegedly attacked two people with a hammer at home on Bundy Street near Highway 90. So you're talking about a wonderful victim here. Uh, and I say victim because that's how he was cast by the media over the weekend. He's a black guy shot by police officers in San Antonio, right? So immediately the media says, oh, he's a victim. No, he's no victim. He, uh, you know, he, he was wanted on a warrant for attacking somebody with a hammer before then he stabs a cop in the head stabs another guy in the head tries to slit a cop's throat they shoot him but uh roberto trevino and councilman anna sandoval both issued statements here's roberto trevino's statement in part i'd like to offer my deepest sympathies for the family impacted by this tragic event and anna sandoval said i wish the officer a speedy recovery and offer my condolences to the family of the suspect what are you talking about what are you talking about? It, 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 neither one of them has ha- ever had an original thought in their head. You know, they really haven't. They're just they're just towing the line, man. R- Roberto, R- Roberto, Bobby, he's just towing the line. This is what good little pukes do, you know, uh, because the, the, the model we're operating from is if it's a white cop and a black guy, it doesn't matter who it is, doesn't matter what the black guy does, doesn't matter what the circumstances are, black guy's always innocent, white cop's always guilty. Okay, that's as deep as this goes for for idiots like uh, like Trevino and Sandoval. They they don't care. They, they they're towing the line. It's not about reality. It's not about shame. It's not about you know uh, embracing the truth of things. It's it's the party line, and they're and they're just rolling it out. And it's it's nauseating because we're dealing with real people's lives here. It's like this Blake guy. I'm so sick of these people who are not oh good people. <laughs> you are not good people at all. This guy was wanted for sexual you know, assault. Uh, yeah. one, one that I can't even describe on the air. It's so sickening and vile. We can't even... I described it to my wife right. yesterday. She went, he he, what? I said, yeah. He did this, allegedly, to the, the, the mama of his children. One, one thing, though, before we get off of Roberto and, and Anna Sandoval... You, you guys tried this for a statement, all right? Our prayers are with the police officer who is in the hospital trying to get better. We will be praying for him uh, every day until he is fully recovered. And as far as the guy who did this to the cop, if you pull a knife and stab a cop in the head and try to slit his throat, you're going to get your butt shot and killed. Deal with it. Yep. Yep, and in every one of these cases, and nobody wants to talk about it, in every one of these cases, you have somebody not doing what the cop tells them to do or actively fighting them. These are you know, bad people. I, I, don't know, I don't know what universe these people want us to exist in, but that's the, that's what they, I guess that's what they want. These I guess are skin bad colored, people. Well, skin, they are, but skin They're color determines people. everything. 
skin not color. The skin color. No, uh, from uh, their I'm perspective. Saying, I'm not saying these are bad people. I'm not saying, I want to be clear about this. I'm not saying they're bad people because they're skin color. I am right. saying they're bad people, period, regardless of skin color. If you were white, if you were uh, Asian, doesn't matter. If you stabbed a cop in the head and attempted to slit his throat, you're going to get shot. My lily white butt would get shot. I understand. That's reality. My point is, from their perspective, skin pigment determines everything. Right. If you're exactly. black, it doesn't matter what you do to the cop. Stab him in the head. It, do- it doesn't matter. Okay. He shoots you dead. It's an injustice. He's a racist. The right. truth doesn't matter anymore. It-, it hasn't for quite some time. The truth hasn't mattered since Ferguson, Missouri. You know, it really hasn't. You know, and it's, 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 it, it gets nauseating because you're right. Skin color has nothing to do with any of these cases. If you or I, Lily, like you said, Lily White, you, Lily White, me, did everything this guy did, we'd be dead too. If I did everything Michael Brown did in Ferguson, Missouri, I'd be dead too. You know, it's, it's craziness, but again, Robert O, you know, he's not a very original dude, and, and, uh, uh, this is how he pays for his suits, so he, he's towing the party line, <laughs> and, you know. Well, Good on you, Robert. You know, well done. You're a classy guy, man. Let's leave it here that moms and dads teach your children, I don't care what skin color is, teach your children that if they pull a knife on a cop and stab a cop in the head, try to stab a cop in the chest, and try to slit the throat on a, on a police officer, uh, your child's going to get shot. You need to teach yeah. that to your child. And it doesn't matter what race they are. Race doesn't. Race is irrelevant. Anybody who attempts to do this to a cop has it coming. You have it coming to you, regardless of who you are, regardless of how much money you have or don't have, and regardless of your skin color. You do this to a cop, and a cop shoots you. You have you have that coming to you. Uh, these cops don't have to sit there and get stabbed in the head and have their throats slit just because people are upset at police today. Some people are well, upset. Well, let's police. look at, and I know we're running late here, but just we never reverse this stuff. Okay, let's just say he did everything exactly as you just described it, and the cops didn't shoot him, and the cops got killed. What would the story be today? Would would Robert O be uh, Trevino be offering condolences to the cops' family? Uh, would this story even be talked about? Would it even be a news story if if we just let him do whatever he want to do and not shoot him? Because that's what you're suggesting we do. That's what you're suggesting right. law enforcement does is don't respond when they are physically attacked or their lives are threatened. There's no other way to describe what you guys must want because it comes up. This is the, it, in every case: black guys innocent, white cops guilty. Doesn't matter what happened. And leftist politicians just totally suck. They're horrible, yeah, they horrible people. They do. Yes, All they right, are. Quick break they here. Warren Rhyme back on the other side. They really are. Back in just a minute here on KTSA. I want to tell you about uh, Pecos Fence Company. At Pecos, you get treated, well, you know, that's your castle. And you want a wonderful fence around your castle. You want it protected. You want privacy. And Pecos Fence Company is going to build you a beautiful fence that you can be proud of for many, many years to come. Their phone number is 210-655-5656. Now, maybe you don't need a whole new fence. Maybe it's just certain sections of the fence or certain pickets that need to be replaced with this cedar fencing, which is the highest quality and, and most weather and rot resistant that you are going to buy anywhere. Well, Pecos is going to take care of that for you as well. 
Doesn't matter. New gates, you bet. They can hang new gates for you. You're going to look great. If you want metal gates like wrought iron, they can build the wrought iron. they got great welders over there at Pecos Fence Company for you as well. 210-655-5656 at Pecos. San Antonio, Texas. This president is on track to be the only president in modern history to end up with fewer jobs at the end of his term than existed in America when he began his term. Another live from Joe Biden, but I'm still waiting for the Biden boat parades for the Biden rally. <laughs> Some dude in like a canoe in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> in a Piro down in the bayou. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, uh, and, and I had a, I had a couple of friends that were at these. Um, one was down at the coast, and she sent me a note. She said, oh, my God, you know, a couple of thousand boats down here right. with Trump signs in the back. You had like 1,500 up on Lake Travis. You had 1,100, something like that, over on Canyon. Canyon's not big enough to hold 1,100 boats, but it Well, of course it is. I'm kidding. And over in Florida and New Jersey, they had big old boat rallies. And what did the media, who are just the worst people on the planet, what did the media focus on? You had a couple of boats sink at Lake Travis, and that's what they focused on. Thousands you of know, boats. They're just, right, they're acting like this is not going on every weekend, but a couple of boats sink, and they got to jump in there and report on that. They're shameless. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Trump's There's... sinking boats now. He's sinking boats. Uh, they're <laughs> shameless. Shameless people. They really, really are. <laughs> they have no <laughs> souls at this point. Uh-uh. No. They just report whatever the hell they feel like reporting. They're just yep. <laughs> it's not even reporting, they're just making it up at this point. Yeah. The boat parades are great, man. I see the pictures every Huge. weekend. I wish I could go, you know, because it, it's just bad. You just the horizon is filled with these boats and they all got the Trump signs going. Everybody's got it's a awesome. big old grin on their face. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Biden is in his basement. Um. <laughs> Biden's in a bathtub with like a little paper boat, and that's that's the only parading boat parading. <laughs> I haven't seen a Biden boat yet. Hey, football no. is officially dead. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, owner Jerry Jones says, "Well, I hope that our fans." understand that our players have issues they need help on and they'll get it from the majority of america look uh cowboys uh, i stuck with you through thick and thin through horrible players through terrible seasons when you should have won i stuck with you because i was raised a cowboy <clears throat> by my mama and i was taught to always be a cowboy but guess what i don't care anymore if you're going to do what the nba is doing and you're going to be kneeling and you're going to put this uh, crap on your jerseys and helmets and everything and this guy who's an alleged sexual assaulter on the helmets of the of the Saints players, I want nothing to do with you. So I'll find something else to do with my time. I really will. Do you? you let me. Add, this question has popped into my head. Oh, we got. We'll have to talk about it next, next hour. You want to save it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll save. We'll it. go to it right out. It'll be first rattle out of the box when we get back. Where and Rhyme next? KTSa. All of our teammates are registered to vote and have November third free from all athletic obligations, so we can all go vote. Of course, it has to do with the election. Of course, everything has to do with November third right now. <laughs> And Donald Trump. But here, here's the deal. I'm, I'm for racial justice, and I'm for total racial equality. I want all the races to be treated absolutely 100% equal in everything, period, full stop. All races should be treated exactly the same, period. Uh, but I'm not going to support an organization 
that is going to restaurants. First of all, they're setting fires. They're going to restaurants, picking up the beer of an old man and his wife sitting in an outdoor restaurant, uh. and they swiggle, sw- swish the beer and set the set it back down there. Going up to people's food, spitting on it, throwing food on the floor of diners at these restaurants, overturning the tables, and, and screaming at people's faces with their bullhorns. And then in Rochester on Friday night, Sean, they were actually climbing on and walking around the tops of people's homes. <laughs> right. Now you want to tell this me you want to tell me that the NFL is being smart for supporting an organization that is doing that? The NFL is freaking nuts and so is the NBA. I'm not going to support anybody doing that. Why? You're crazy. Is it is it are they are they doing this out of fear or are they doing it cuz they really think they're doing something uh uh to support racial equality or whatever the hell it is i mean because the whole racial justice thing I'm, I'm i'm done with the word justice because they're overusing it it has no meaning in what they're saying racial justice it has no meaning whatsoever i i'm with you i believe in racial equality but equality. you know what equality, we've already yeah. achieved that we had a black president in this country we have many many african americans in our government in places of power influence and position elected officials non-elected officials we have uh, uh black ceos of companies I, I i get tired of the idea that we've barely moved since the jim crow era you know and that's where i'm done with the whole racial justice crap thing I, i'm just sick of it do we fight racism yeah here's how you fight racism you don't treat people that way beyond well, let me that say america time, has because... done very you just it's all about how you treat people america has done great in racism as far as fighting against racism, if you compare and contrast where we were in the Jim Crow era in the 50s and 60s to where we are now, well, not even the 50s idea and 60s. that it's no better, it's no better than it was back then, well, of course it is. It's a whole lot better. You know. But but let me make this perfectly clear again, too. And on top of everything that you just said, that we elected a black president twice and all these other things, remember... America is the only country that sacrificed white lives so black lives could be free. Right. It's yeah, called civil I, war. I, I, and, and, and so, you know, I, 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 I think this movement has nothing to do with racism, honestly, at this point. Uh, I think this movement has to do maybe with some sort of racial vengeance against the white man, which makes more sense to me. That if you're harassing people and you're climbing on their homes and you're destroying stuff in the streets, this ain't got nothing to do with fighting racism. It ain't got well, nothing to do with fighting racism. It's got everything you to can do try. with anarchy and the ideologues sure. who are pulling the strings in this thing, and they couldn't <laughs> give a crap about the African-American community. You can try to climb on home, which they did in Rochester, New York. Have at it in Rochester. Don't try it in Texas, okay? Yeah. I was at a store Bad on Saturday. Idea. That happened on Friday night, and I was at a store on Saturday morning. I was there to buy really good mosquito repellent. The place to do that is the hunting and fishing section, okay? That crap right. all over there in the home and garden section ain't going to work. Stuff over in the hunting section, that's going to keep your mosquitoes away from you. So I'm over there. I'm buying that. I want like 9,000 deep. So as I'm standing there, I'm right next to the case where the guys are buying their rounds of ammunition and that's the conversation they are having about the night before in rochester wow with these BL, blm people crawling on top of houses and walking around on top of their homes up there in rochester and uh, they were talking about how they, they'll stop it right here if it ever if it ever happens here they'll stop it right immediately and one of the guys said well yeah i'd fire a warning shot and all the other guys that were standing there buying their round, and a couple of girls too buying their rounds of ammunition said the kill shot's the warning shot 
Period. That's <laughs> what yeah, they don't said. be crawling on my roof, man. <laughs> don't, so, don't, don't step on my property. You know, this is Texas. It's a little different here, especially San Antonio. It's a, it's a lot different. It's, it's a, a lot, lot different. different man. That's why you don't yeah, see that. Exactly. You know what? That's why you don't see it going on here so far. Exactly At right. You're not going to have it here. Uh, a wee bit of intelligence somewhere, you know, because that would be yeah. a bad idea. But you're right. It is not about racial equality anymore. It is about raising hell in the streets. It's about November 3rd, primarily. They're being funded by somebody who's flying them all over the country. The the, the mayor from Kenosha, he said it. He said it. They looked up, and some of them were coming from 4,000 miles away. That's a plane ticket. Somebody bought them up. I can guarantee you these rioters don't have enough money to buy plane tickets from, right. from Washington State, Washington, D.C., and Florida to get to Kenosha, Wisconsin. And so somebody's buying them plane tickets, flying them all over the country. That's your RICO case right there. But bottom line is, what my point was, I'm not going to support a league or a player or anybody who associates with that and supports it. I'll give you one more example. Nope. I'll give you one, and I know this one get, gets you too. But this guy who did this stuff up in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, who got shot and is paralyzed now, that, that the vice president on the Democrat side, the vice presidential candidate on the Democrat side, went and met with and told him she was proud of him. Uh, he is an alleged sexual assaulter multiple times, allegedly, and had been at his baby mama's house that morning that he encountered the police and allegedly assaulted her while she was in bed, according to her. Imagine how she feels when she wakes up every day and this guy is being treated like a hero in the media and by the New Orleans Saints who put his name all over their helmets. He allegedly sexually assaulted her, and if that's true, if he sexually assaulted her, imagine how she feels, liberal Democrats. That, you know, you talk about a Me Too situation. She has to wake up every day, and the guy who allegedly sexually assaulted her that morning is treated like a hero? You've got to be kidding me. No, we, we live, in, live in an era where villains are turned into heroes, and heroes become the villains. It's completely upside down. And it's because the folks who are uh, about this stuff Again, and I know I'm repeating myself, but I'm going to keep saying it. Go ahead. About the truth it. of this guy doesn't matter. The truth just doesn't matter in this situation. Okay, he's a black guy shot by a cop. He's 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 innocent. He's oppressed. He's, he was you know, he's a hero. Act of racism. He racism. He's a hero for standing up to the man. You know, and uh, and it's pathetic. It, it really, really is. Because you know what? Law enforcement officers lose their lives in this country every single day in the commission of their duties. Just trying to uphold the law and protect people. There's fewer and fewer of them because a lot of them are checking out, and I can't blame them for that. But, well, think about you know, this. Think about this. She went, Kamala Harris went and met with him and told him she was proud of him, right? She's the same one that said to Christine Blasey Ford in a fake case, I believe you, honey, in a fake case. And here is a woman in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that has to wake up and see the vice presidential candidate of one ticket say she's proud of a guy who allegedly sexually assaulted her just hours before he was shot. So how do you think that makes her feel? I don't think Kamala Harris cares how it makes her feel. She only cares about how it makes her look. And that's exactly yeah, what the point right. of that was. She's an she's right. a moron. I mean, I I don't know that we've ever had a pres a vice presidential candidate that was this stupid and this shallow and this one dimensional. I know people bring up others from the Republican side, but man, especially with that move, <laughs> that move was horrible. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? This guy, yeah, yeah this is not anybody who's worthy of your admiration for anything. <laughs> right. No, He's not a honestly. hero. No. He's not a hero. Heroes are villains. Villains are heroes. That's the, the era in which we live. And uh, it's going to get worse, I think. Worse. Yeah. Much worse. I'm holding in my hands. We're taking a break here, but I'm holding in my hands. Objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. It is a thick, big book <laughs> of poems. It's wonderful, and it's available on Amazon. It's really cool. Yeah. I understand I'm in here. I'm looking for the page because I just want to read that poem uh, once again. Uh, yeah, but, but uh, it's really cool. actually about you uh, since I've, I've written You're kidding. since then. Yeah, it's Rearview Mirror Poems. It's actually, that's the, the title, of, uh, and it's on Amazon. It's it's almost 800 pages. In fact, it's as there long it as I could make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That book it's, is, because the page count, I'm tapped out. I could not add one more page of that book. Yeah. It's and awesome. People seem to like uh, it. It's getting good reviews. So It's uh, it's one about Barbacoa in here, too. Barbacoa. Can I, can I read I this one? I wouldn't read that I don't one. Know if I should. No, I wouldn't read that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, They're not air we'll take quality, a quick man. break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quick break here. More wear and rhyme on the other side. i got to tell you about Car Zeus, uh, where you get more money for your car or truck and no headaches. Hello. Isn't that perfect? Isn't that the way you want to live your life, where you can get more money and no headaches? I love Car Zeus. In fact, I was talking to Phil Candera over the weekend, and uh, we share a love for Formula One racing, so we had a good time watching the race on Sunday. And at CarZeus.com, they are going to give you more money for your car or truck than the dealer will give you on a trade-in or that you could sell privately. You know, there are car dealerships that say, bring your vehicle in and we'll buy your vehicle from you and all that kind of stuff. And that's true. They will. But they're not going to give you the kind of money that CarZeus.com will. And, and you still got to go over there, and you got to open the doors and open the a trunk and you got to open up the hood so they can get in there and look around and you got to let them go drive your vehicle it's, it's at least an hour probably more than that to go over there and try to sell your vehicle to one of those places not with carzeus.com you just simply go online fill out a quick form they hit you back with an offer and it's a bona fide offer so get more money for your vehicle save time and no headaches carzeus.com c-a-r-z-e-u-s that's carzeus.com accuweather forecast well the change is in the air it's coming and we look for thunderstorms over the next day or so. So humid times of clouds and sun today with a high of 90. Thunderstorm in the area tonight. Tomorrow, cloudy, humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm around 86. And on Thursday, times of clouds and sun and 86. Probably a little bit cool. Your voice, your vote. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. So... Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we want to talk about this encounter the president had in his press conference yesterday. But before we do that, Sean, another story I wanted to bring up. I brought up earlier this morning on the 5 to 7. And it has to do with the city of San Antonio. This is a report from KSAT TV. The city of San Antonio selling 227 vehicles at auction that belong to military members. Let me just mm. sum this up real quick. Uh, there was a staff sergeant from the Air Force who went to Afghanistan, and while she was gone, according to the reporting here, the city went over, got her vehicle without the required court orders, took it to Groton Road, and wouldn't let her get stuff out of it, and they sold it. And uh, you're saying, what in the world? You know, And turns out, according to this report in KSAT, they did it with 227 vehicles belonging to members of the military, while they were out on deployment between 2011 and 2019. 
So a couple of things that struck me about this. First of all, they didn't get the proper court orders to go do this. To me, it seems like, to me, 227 vehicles belonging to military members who are uh, deployed, I would think somebody was ordering that done. You know, go get that car because so-and-so's in Afghanistan, Iraq, or wherever. Go get that car and let's, let's sell it. I don't know, but that's the way it just would appear to me, because what are the happenstance chances you would just pick up 227 vehicles of those that were deployed? But be that as it may, whether that's true or not, I don't have any idea. What you need to do, though, is find out who ordered this to be done, because taxpayers are now on the hook for, as of right now, a couple of hundred grand that San Antonio taxpayers have to um, clean up this you-know-what show because they somebody decided they were going to go pick up a bunch of vehicles without a court order and sell those vehicles at auction. And now the city is setting up a fund to uh, make it good with these people who are saying, where's my car? You, you know, basically you took my car out from underneath me and went and sold it at auction. Well, let me tell you, who the taxpayers shouldn't be on the hook for that. Whoever was behind this operation, they're the ones who ought to pay out of their personal pocket. And if they won't come up with who did it, if they want out who did it, then the mayor ought to pay it out of his pocket because he's ultimately responsible for this for this GD city of his, he says. <laughs> I saw that story and I really just didn't understand what had happened. So they just they they just if you're deployed, they just somebody they just took your car and and, and sold it. Uh, you know, how does that happen? I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like to certainly like to know who gave the order because it was 220, you said, I think, all of a sudden. 227 service 227 members. 227 service members. But, but I've received emails from others saying it happened to me, too. I wasn't in the service, but they came and got mine without the paperwork and took mine well, and, and sold it at auction. So I don't know who, who was doing do it or that? why. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't know. But the, well, but the citizens shouldn't be on the, the hook for this faux pas. That's whoever no. did it ought to pay out of their back pocket. And if they can't find who did it or who ordered it done, then the mayor ought to pay. He ought to pay well, for it. I, I agree, because that's just really odd <laughs> how that happened out of the blue. I would really like to know who gave the order and what was the thinking behind it and how that took place. Because I, I, I heard that story over the weekend. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would they do that? 227. You know? Come on, that's, somebody's that's, some, it's all at one time. Somebody got a rookie dude going on here for two hundred and twenty-seven. <laughs> somebody got something going on somewhere down the line. Um, and then, of course, there's this uh, video that's going around the internet. We were talking about it yesterday. Uh, protester set himself on fire up in uh, <laughs> Portland, trying to. I hear you laughing. You thought it was funny. I, I don't like to see anybody get burned, don't get me wrong, no. but, you know, uh-uh. karma is a B word, isn't it? You know, I mean, that's, yes, it is. Uh, if you're going to sp- throw explosives and start fires, you might catch a little of that yourself, you know? I mean, uh-huh. uh, uh, again, it's you got no one else to blame but yourself, man. They're the ones doing this stuff. It's like that guy uh, a few months ago tried to topple that statue. I forget where it was. Yeah, hit him and in the head. head came off and and socked him in the head. You know, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> this is right. what happens when you're do, you, you want it, you wanted to be a little anarchist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. wanted to be the anarchist and start to fire. Well, you know what somebody said to me? Well, you may get your ass on fire too. <laughs> well, and that, when that happened, you know, he's dancing around. First of all, they teach you in school drop and roll. When you catch on fire, drop, drop and, roll. and roll. Don't. Drop you know, and he's roll, dancing yes. around. People were putting Footloose, the music Footloose, to the video. But uh, <laughs> do you know who it was that put him out? It was the cops. 
Because he danced over wow, and, those, you know, he's dancing right. around. The cops tackled him because he was trying to, somebody, somebody, not him, but somebody was trying to set the cops on fire with a mm. Molotov cocktail and set one of their own guys on fire. And somebody said to me yesterday, said, well, the cops have had so many stand-down orders, you know, don't do anything, don't respond. They should have had a stand-down order on that one. Sorry, can't do anything about it. No, but sorry, nobody, but they wouldn't. But you know what? They wouldn't do that because they have souls, because they care about of course. people ultimately. Of course, you know. Uh, so I, I saw that story, and I, I you can't help but chuckle. You know, I hate to say it. I don't wish misery or pain on anyone, especially not fire. And you know that. But you know, uh, uh, you're, that's what you're about the business of doing. And you and your buddies are setting fires. Man, it might come and, and set you on fire too. That's just the way. Things and if it go. does, well, then you had it coming, because you're the one yeah. who decided to go to war with this country. This is a war. This is a revolutionary war that's happening in our country. You decided to use armaments. You decided to be in the middle of the war. And if you get shot and killed, or if you get burned in the war, that's what happens in war. Welcome to war, baby. That's what happens in war. Welcome. Don't you kind of get the feeling that it, we see this in many cases where, like the guy from last week, the Mr. Flamethrower, who was crying on the ground when the cops came for him, yep. that right. they really feel they shouldn't get any pushback. That's they right. really, I think, feel like Precisely. they should be shielded from any kind of pushback for whatever they do. Because as right. soon as they get pushback, they start crying like children. It's not the first time it's happened. It's like you say, hey, this is what you, you welcome to war. You wanted a war. Well, you got That's one. That's what it man. is. <laughs> it's called combat, and this happens in combat. We have a lot of guys over here at the Center for Intrepid that, uh, you know, ha- had to go through it in combat. And if you want to be in combat with this country and you want to take this country on, oh, well, this happens. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick break. On the other side, we want to talk about an encounter the president had at the White House grounds yesterday. We'll do that coming up. We'll tell you about Amogee. When you are doing business with Amogee Bank, you've got a great team on your side. And, of course, they don't charge you to do you know all this stuff that, that you want them to do. You are absolutely a treasured client of theirs at Amogee Bank. They take care of you. They take care of your money. And doing it in a way that makes a whole lot of sense to help keep your money safe and to grow your money. Now, if you're looking for great business advice and a great business bank, I don't know of one that's better. These folks are totally dedicated and have been for decades to waking up every day going, how can I improve the lives and the business of my clients, particularly if you're a family-run business? This is really an area that they have decided to specialize in. Of course, they can handle big multinational corporations and all that, but when it comes to family-run businesses, those small businesses we were talking about earlier today, the challenges are tough in today's COVID environment, and Amogee knows that, and Amogee knows how to help your family business survive and and thrive, and yes, even today. That's Amogee N.A., member FDI. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Mine is actually the honest account. You're looking at people who have left as disgruntled employees, people who tried to push their own agenda. What a great album. What a great song. That's Journey with Steve Perry and oh. Back Talk. Love that. Love that song, man. What a great album. I saw, saw, uh, took Nancy to see them in 1983. You know who opened for Journey in that tour? It was Brian Adams who opened for Journey. <laughs> oh, wow. Totally cool show. It was a really good show. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So um, I, I want you to hear a piece of sound. The president did a press conference at the White House yesterday. He talked mm. about the labor and the 
uh, stock market and numbers, statistics, labor numbers, and all that. And then he answered questions. Jeff Mason is a reporter from Reuters. If you ever watch Brett Baer's show on Fox, you'll see him on there occasionally as a member of the panel. He's the bald guy that works for Reuters. His name is Jeff Mason. Let's hear this yeah. uh, play between Jeff and the president yesterday. President, uh, the issue of what happened when you were at France continues to be a story. You're going to have to take that off, please. Just, you can take I'll, it off. How, how many feet are you away? I'll speak a lot louder. Well, if you don't take it off, you're very muffled. So if you would take it off, it would be a lot easier. I'll, I'll just speak a lot louder. Is that better? It's better, yeah. Mr. It's Mr. better. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so here's the setup. He's not around anybody. He's standing at a no. microphone, and he's not. There's nobody around him. He's you know miles from anybody, right. and he refuses to take it off because he's trying to make a point. Because the president didn't have one on, so he's trying to make a point on national television. Can I tell you what I held in my hands right now? I'm looking at pictures, two pictures of Jeff Mason, that very reporter. As right. soon as that event was over, the minute it was over, he stood up and took that mask off, and here. <laughs> Here are a couple of pictures of him standing around talking to to other reporters, also without their masks on and not socially distancing. They are he's probably within uh, two feet of these other reporters that he's talking to. None of them are wearing masks. So here he was on national television, refusing to take it off because he was trying to make a point to the president because the president didn't have one on. And the minute that he thought, the minute he thought the cameras were off. He takes the mask off, and he's not social distancing, talking to other reporters. That's why I have. That's why I hold the American media in contempt these days. They are just absolutely the lowest. The lowest. That was all theatrics, man. It was all yep. theatrics. It had nothing to do with trying to ask the president the question. It had nothing to do with being a journalist. That uh, that was theatrical to make himself look like he's taken on the president over the mask mask thing. Interesting, though, how a lot of these folks who are anti-Trump themselves don't seem to be concerned and and, and want and insist on mail-in balloting and all this other stuff and insist on the why isn't the president wearing a mask and all that. Isn't it strange how none of them seem to be concerned about socially distancing or ma- masks when the cameras aren't on them? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's almost as if they know the masks aren't working or don't really do what they're supposed to do. I said the same thing about Pelosi last week. Obviously, she doesn't worry too much about it, about the masks, about the social distancing. So, wow, mm-hmm. what do they know that the rest of us don't know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or do they just not care? I, I don't know. But certainly, when they're showed up, when they're when they're shown but, to be engaged in theatrical bullcrap, you know, they know it's being hyped. That's what they yeah. know. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? They, they, you know, they know it's it, being hyped. And, and that's what I—that's what I find disturbing about it, you know. It, it, because again, I, I am that guy that has a reaction. Most people have a reaction in public, I guess, these days when they see somebody without a mask. And, and my stepdaughter actually is—is is, you know pretty concerned about that uh, when, when she sees somebody without a mask uh, because of her situation. And and that's primary what primarily why I wear the mask, even though I don't think they do a damn thing. I have a reaction when I see somebody out in the middle of nowhere wearing a mask. <laughs> You know, because cause I'll tell you what, I compare and contrast what this guy did, and even Pelosi last week at the salon, where the people who are the most blue in the face about insisting that every, it's like the mayor, insist on everybody wearing these damn masks. 
they themselves don't seem to be all that concerned about it. You know, uh, so I compare and contrast that person who is just trying to show up Trump and get himself a little video moment there, but he don't care about the damn mask. Meanwhile, in my neighborhood, I got people riding around on their 10 speeds with masks on, and there's nobody around them. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's absurd. Oh, yeah. I saw man. a guy with a Biden sticker on the back of his Volvo the other day, and he was driving around with a mask, windows rolled up by himself, <laughs> nobody else in the car, Come and he's wearing on, a man. big old Biden, uh. Biden sticker on the back. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> and I'll tell you something else. You mentioned Nancy Pelosi not wearing the mask when she got her hair cut the other day. Story also came out in San Francisco. The gyms are closed out there. You can't go get a workout mm. unless unless you go to a government building such as the Hall of Justice gym or others, those are wide open. So people like Pelosi, I don't think she works out, maybe down at the bar, 12 ounces at a time, but uh, people like her, the the elites, the the hoi polloi can't go work out at their favorite corner gym, but Nancy Mm -hmm. Pelosi types can because their gyms and the government buildings are open. That's why this is just a big farce. That's why this is just a bunch of bull crap, that these people are carrying on with their lives, right? And they're living their lives the way they want to, without masks, without you know any restrictions on anything that they want to do in their lives. They can sure do it in their lives, but the rest of us, they have us under their thumb all because, of course, the virus is real. Of course, people are sick, and of course, people have died. But it's been a very small number, 99.95% chance that you are going to live if you get COVID. But the bottom line is, they don't care about you. This is all about erasing that middle class. Right. One other story here before we uh, break. 12-year-old boy in Colorado, 12 years old. Got a five-day suspension yeah. because there was a toy gun while he was doing his online uh, schooling. Uh, the El Paso County Sheriff's Office said the teacher knew it was a toy gun, but authorities still did a welfare check on Isaiah Elliott uh, without parental notification. They just showed up at a house, banged on a door, and it came on in. His dad said it was really frightening and upsetting to me as a parent. And to the son as well, he has ADHD and has learning disabilities. He wasn't aware that the gun was on screen. It was just in his room. He was doing his classwork in his room, and it was sitting back there on a shelf. It was obviously a toy gun. It was green and black with an orange tip. An orange tip says it's a toy gun. And on the on the handle, it says zombie hunter on the handle of the gun. <laughs> So, th- but they sent the cops to his house. They sent oh, the cops to his house, and uh. they, you know, t- turned the house upside down, found a gun, and gave him a five-day suspension. It goes on his record for having a toy gun in his own home, in his own house. Well, first off, Colorado used to be cool. It's not anymore, uh, and this is how things happen politically. This is how you turn a state. Uh, and secondly, you know, I'd be suing that. I'd be suing this if I'm the parent and they just came into the house and scared the crap out of my kid and put this on his permanent record. My God, it's a toy gun. gun. It was in the frame, man. It was in the frame. Didn't he like? I, I thought. I thought like I actually read that he tried to move it or or whatever when he realized it was in frame or what have you. It's a toy gun. This is madness. What yeah. are you doing? You've just scarred yeah. this kid for life. It's on his record now. And people aren't going to investigate and say, oh, just a toy gun on a Zoom thing. 
they're just going to see it on his record. You know, it's going to follow. Well, what is wrong with you people? And one other thing about it, he's he's a young uh, black child. He's African American, twelve year old oh, boy. Right. So, how do you think he's going to feel about police now that they sent right. the cops over there, banged on his door, came into well, his house, into his bedroom, because he had a toy gun on a Zoom meeting with his teacher or whatever you know his class, and right. uh, and he's got a toy gun in his room, and and so now what is he thinking? Cops come right. in and they storm into your house and they're looking for your toys. Now, see how ridiculous this is and how ridiculous people can be. You could see on the Zoom meeting or on the classroom, you could see it was right. a toy. That's right. a freaking toy they, back there. Leave the kid alone. When you and I were growing up, toy guns very often look like you could argue they look like real guns. But now oh, yeah. there's so many laws in how you manufacture and produce and sell a toy gun. The orange tip is is mandatory, I believe, at this point uh, yes, for any is. toy gun. It is. You know, you just gotta stop, man. I mean, you're 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 just screwing kids up left and right with this stuff. And I'd be pissed, man. I'd be upset if the cops came into my house, yeah, uh, uninvited uh, because of something like that. I'd be I'd be I'd be getting some I'd be getting lawyered up if I were the the parent there because that's that ain't right, right. now. That's just not right at all. All right, quick break with Ware and Rima back in just a couple of seconds here on KTSA. Uh, Bridgehead IT, you can protect all of your info now with Bridgehead IT because business is done anywhere. Now, business is done at homes, business is done in the car, business is done at the coffee shop. How well is your stuff, like your client list, how well is it protected? What happens What happens if an employee has that information out on a laptop somewhere and it crashes? It happens, you know. Uh, okay, how long is that going to take you to rebuild that client list? How long is it going to take you to rebuild those contacts? How long, it, forever, right? Not if you have Bridgehead IT on the job as your IT department because everything from your client list to your employee information, all of that is kept safe and sound with Bridgehead IT. Bridgehead IT is your IT department. No more do you have to hire folks, pay them a big salary and all that kind of stuff to have them sit around and wait for something to go wrong? No. Bridgehead IT is there. They monitor your IT, your computers, your automation 24-7. If there's ever a problem, they fix it right away. In fact, they respond to you right away when you call them and there's no contracts. You see, that's how they have to earn your business every single job, every single day. Bridgehead IT.com and on the phone 210 477